This week on Sea with Queen and Jay, your cis boyfriend loves trans women and it's fine. Fucking relax. Scary money confessions, all the shit we're watching, texturism and natural hair language, and do you niggas got jobs? It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Oh my gosh, what's up? Nothing, what's up with you? Nothing. You had a whole like birthday, new year of life shit situation. Yes, I did. Welcome, yo. It was wonderful. Aww, you got yeah. new birthday hair and shit? Of always. Look at you. Always. Look at you. All right. Welcome, Welcome to, to Tea, tea with, with Queen and Jay. We are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with, with Queen and Jay. Jay. Ew. And no, we didn't break up. <laughs> no, we didn't break up, yo. We had one episode apart, and, and the uh, the rumors were flying. God. It was only one person. I know, but I was like, <laughs> damn, why'd you, why'd you take it there? The fuck? Shit. They've been burned before. I get it. Uh, that was extreme. I get it. That was extreme. At least let us have some beef. At least let us have some awkward episodes right, first. Right, At least true. let us subtweet each other. But you know what? Things At least let us I don't know. not post shit on Twitter for mad long or not brew. post stuff on our Instagram. Like, let shit brew. Let no, we were on break. We hadn't posted anything on social, really. It was, it was, that's the episode following the break. So maybe, maybe they were thinking that we were on there break was no, because we were breaking up. There was no beef happening, though. This is oh. Queen. If I got a problem. <laughs> Okay. Not, not really i'm an in-house problem person mm-hmm. so maybe but i was like damn sis mm-hmm. <laughs> I take it there. all right well here we are we're back we're are you back. feeling better a little i still have like congestion okay and stuff like that and i wanted to say that um i actually think i ate pork by accident yeah and that's why i got sick like it flared mm-hmm. everything up and my body was like fuck this mm-hmm. shit haram and then yeah, that used to happen wilding. to my mom my mom doesn't eat pork started wilding said, and yeah. then everything else just fell apart so i think that's what happened actually because mm-hmm. i i went to that event mad high right and um you weren't as vigilant i was just like ooh, empanadas oh and ate it. and afterwards i was like that probably was pork and i was like no nah, i wasn't <laughs> 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 so yeah i think that's what happened that's hilarious <laughs> i think that was pork no it wasn't <laughs> that was perfect yep. that is perfect So that's the story behind that okay well i'm glad that um i'm glad you're getting over it yeah, Did, yeah. was it a good empanada it was mac because <laughs> <laughs> it was swine i know <laughs> The other way. Keep that shit away from me. Keep that shit. No pork on my fork. (laughs) If you would like to follow the conversation being had on this here podcast, Podcast. you can do so by using our hashtag, hashtag T with QJ. Um, You can use it on all the social meds. We like to retweet that shit, like that shit. And, you know, you can find other people that listen to T with Queen and J. Also use the hashtag pod and that is a knowledge and hashtag. And that allows other people to know that you are listening to this podcast. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Use it everywhere. Everywhere. Can you tell the people what libations are? Yes, libations are where we pour some for the homies, the people, places, and things that give us black ass motherfucking joy. Mm-hmm. That was our libations. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Fantastical. 
Do you have any libations? I do have a libation. So as people know, I have not been working a corporate job or my corporate job for a while. I've been freelancing. I've been working on a podcast. Want to know a random thought I had today? I don't know if I, I was want to text know, you, but share it, no, please. Let me leave her alone. She's out Go with ahead. her bae. Let me leave her alone. Go ahead. But I was like, your job took Trader Joe's away from you. <laughs> It did because I worked right there near yeah. Trader Joe's. It did. And you don't have one near you. I don't. It's an inconvenience to get to one. Occasionally, if I'm like happen to be in Brooklyn or whatever, yeah, I go to that one. But, but yeah, I don't live near I just, one. I really thought of that today. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. Now I have to pay like actual food prices for food instead of Trader Joe's prices. Sucks. But but anyhow, yeah. And so I've been doing okay. I've been doing fine. I've been taking care of taking care of myself and, and all that good shit. And then I came to an impasse, like, oh, rent is due again. Oh, the month is here. Here again? already? That was a quick turnaround. It was like it was like thirty Dang, days. And August is like thirty one days, right? Yeah, that shit felt like You had an short. extra day. It did not feel like it never I had feels an extra like day, that. Yo. And they always rent for February, but I'm not going to get into that right now. No, they do. Mm-hmm. They do. Yeah. So I was at like, a, oh, shit, what the fuck do I do? Um, luckily, I had some reserves that I forgot I had yeah, because true. I'm black and everything is like, I don't have anything. Mm-hmm. I'm used to not having anything, even though I know I've been like planning and saving and like, you know, doing yeah. different little things. Mm-hmm. It's like the feeling of not having anything and then the feeling of like, you're not supposed to touch that. Don't touch that. It's there for like and an I, actual emergency. And, and understanding that there are many different kinds of income yeah so that was that what you're going to talk about right. is an income right, that you're not right, even right. thinking about as mm-hmm. income for mm-hmm. yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah so i was able to um tap into some of my 401k which yeah. like is a blessing that i even have mm-hmm. i know a lot of people who don't have yeah. any of that yeah so i've been able to do that i didn't take it all out which is also a blessing that i haven't had to do that yet but yeah it's is i did get hit hard with taxes but it is like a blessing to have that kind of like thing to fall back on as yeah. like I, again it's not something i would have ever considered even doing because like you're not supposed to touch it you're not supposed to do this you're not supposed to but it's one of those things like that's like a privilege yeah like, i'm about to say i was just yeah. about to say like a lot of us fight for that privilege to even have a job that mm-hmm. has like a 401k or mm-hmm. a pension or whatever right, kind of right. like retirement situation Mm-hmm. Um. So it's like I have this privilege. So let me not like yeah fuck it up. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. So that was a blessing. But um, I wanted to pour libations for like being able to have those conversations with people. Like being able to. Um, I'm in a Facebook group with a bunch of other like black women where we we have this level of comfort where I could go in there and say, Hey, does anyone have any experience with this? I'm having a tough time, and this is what I'm thinking about. And what do you think? Yeah. And please talk to me nice because I feel like i'm gonna vomit so like you know what do y'all think so it was nice to be able to have that resource of other people saying hey i had to do this when this happened and this is when you know i've had the same experience five years ago or i did this four times or like whatever just being able to have that conversation like an honest conversation about money because that's something like even now do i want to sit on my podcast and be like hey this is what i did with my money like there's something that is mad scary about telling people that you know what i'm saying and like what are people going to think of that or like what judgments are they going to make about me and like everyone this is funny because i went to um i went to a an event today and Mm -hmm. somebody was talking about how everybody on instagram like looks like they're rich and it'll be like 30 people living 
living in a one bedroom apartment, yeah. but all the Instagram pictures, everybody is like wearing the freshest shit and like just looking this like gloss gleam of like looking like well and shit. Yeah. So like niggas don't know how I've been paying my rent, how I've been living. Like nobody knows what is really going on over here. Yeah, you know what like, I'm saying? You could have been at the pier. You weren't. I wasn't at the pier, but I could have easily been. been at the pier. Any, you think I didn't Google how to sell foot photos? <laughs> 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 it's not you know it's not for me i don't have a good arch they like bitches with a good arch look they there's different kinds of feet lovers so oh. there could be one out there it could be but the la- it seemed like too you. much labor for me to be trying to uh sell my narrow flat feet to niggas so i opted out there's of that. a motherfucker looking for some narrow flat feet there is yo hit me up i'll sell you my photos <laughs> i'll sell you my photo i just didn't feel like doing the labor of finding Word. this niche yeah, uh, market yeah. for people looking for narrow that uh niche narrow tan for feet you to charge mad money though so right. i gotta say Tan, narrow feet, and I got pretty toes, so holla at me. Anyway, anyway, that aside, <laughs> that aside, people don't, people don't know. You know what I'm saying? Word. People don't know. It takes, I don't know, yo. Anyhow, anyhow, the libation is back to <laughs> Bring the it community. Back. Thank you. Right. Yes. Bring thank you. Bringing it back to the community. So being able to have that conversation with people, being able to talk to my mom and be like, hey, mom, who I never talked to about major things because I don't talk to anyone. <laughs> Not because I don't love... I love you. Yeah. I don't talk to anyone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Period. So, hey, mom. Thinking about making this major life decision. Like, what do you think? And then us being able to, like, brainstorm. Like, yeah, my mom is not a fucking financial advisor. But she's a grown-ass woman. And yeah. she was like, oh, well, did you think about this? I don't... Like, she didn't know the answer. But she asked questions that I wouldn't have thought yeah. to ask. Yep. So then I was able to fucking call my tax person and be like, hey, here are the four questions I have. And they answered this. And then I talked to my mom again. I was like, oh, this, that, or whatever. And just having... This that if you have a good relationship with your parents, if you have a relationship, that's one where like you can have a conversation and not leave feeling like drained and like battered and shit or whatever yeah. then like yeah like ask them stuff i just I'm, I'm a very i can be really i just do stuff i just kind of like one of the things that i like to do is poll people when i'm doing stuff that i've never done before like yeah. i'll take a poll and just see what different people mm-hmm. say and how different people have done stuff but sometimes while i'm taking that poll i'm not saying hey here's my situation Da-da-da-da-da. this is what i'm thinking so it was nice to be able to talk to my mom who knows my situation and yeah. be like hey this is what i'm going through so that was cool but yeah i just wanted to libate like the my community and having support in a time when i was like oh shit i'm scared now today <laughs> like today i'm scared i feel sick i'm gonna throw up mm-hmm. now i'm constipated like what <laughs> what the fuck yeah like yo stress will hit your whole body i feel like my body is still recovering from feeling that level of oh my god what what am i about to do right now like mm-hmm. what you know what's going on but anyway yes yeah, so i want to libate the community um if you are somebody's parent are you accessible are you supportive are you you know are you contributing to hysteria in their life i know people who Word. are afraid to talk to their parents because if they have a problem or a concern the parent just elevates the concern okay but then what if this right then, but uh, yes but, uh, but you shouldn't do that because and it's just like, like i wasn't even that hype when i came to you with this yes and now now i have a stomach ache that doesn't mean that my mom has never done that <laughs> there, yes for like one or two times i in passing mentioned something that's usually what happens i'll mention something in passing about nothing is not a big deal and then my mother will like elevate that shit to like hysterics that's funny. but when i come to her like i'm 
I come to her worried already, she doesn't take it to the next level, level and like, yeah, yeah like that's good. add that's worry. Good. Then she doesn't do it. She does that when there is actually nothing happening My here. My mom does that too. When yeah. I said I was sick, she was like, well, you know, those cats. <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do with it? Absolutely. That has happened for two years. That is hilarious. Well, that's funny. Cats. Yeah. So that's hilarious. If you're a parent, yeah. If you're a parent, like, are you somebody? Are you accessible? Are you are you a resource? Are you a readily available adult slash like just growner grown ass person? Or are you a fear monger? <laughs> right. Or are you a fear monger, yo? Oh my god. So yeah, yo. Libations to my community. Libations to my partner, who I was also able to have a reasonable conversation with, and libations to my mom for not being a fucking fear monger yo so so that was dope i'm glad you were able to figure that out and use yeah, the community man. and tap in the community in that way yes it's yes helpful. facts what are your libations queen so i actually have a few so like you said at the top of the show i had a birthday so thank you for everybody who wished me a happy birthday thank you for everyone who like made me feel really really loved mm-hmm. i got lots of love good on my birthday um which was cool and I also got some donations on my birthday because I asked donations. people to like, you know, show me the money. So thanks for everybody who sent me some of that money. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Um, so that was cool. And then also a libation to everyone who wished me well when you told them that I wasn't feeling well. And also the people who wanted to like fight the kids that they thought got <laughs> Could have been. Y'all was ready to set it on them kids. I was like, no the pork <laughs> definitely could have been a kid i was just thankful i had less and drank alcohol i was like yeah i burnt yeah. all them germs away with that alcohol i drank after but yeah it was the pork it was this it was the swan mm-hmm. that's why i don't no pork on my folk mm-hmm. yeah so that's what happens um so yes thank you for everybody who wished me well i really really appreciate it i'm still a little nasally you might hear that in the episode so just a heads up um but i'm doing pretty good, good. doing pretty good. good yo my cat Knows when I'm not feeling well. Zena was not a fucking around me. Like, mm-hmm. Zena sweats the shit out of me. Like, he was like, fuck that. I'm about to get him sick. He was like, fuck that. Eat yourself. Mm-mm. But not with that. You get eating that pork. Eating that swine. That's what he was thinking. It was crazy. Um. Also, I want to give poor libations to Jay oh, for you. producing and editing that episode. It was really, really good. Thank you. Really, really well. I didn't know you were going to, like, do full-on episode. Mm. Like I thought it was gonna be like, hey, Queen sick. Yeah, you know? some stuff for y'all. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> like that. I was like, which doesn't was... sound like that's how I would have did that episode yeah. because I'm like that. Yeah, yeah, that's just how I am. <laughs> that's just how right, I am. Right. You gonna get what you gonna get. Mm-hmm. Jay is sick. Y'all gonna get. Y'all nah, gonna get what y'all we had get. taken a week break and These are I all didn't... things I wouldn't think about. Right. I would be like, Jay is sick. Uh-huh. Y'all just gonna have to get what y'all can get because right. we are humans and shit be mm-hmm. happening. I didn't like that feeling of like, okay, we was. <laughs> it's like when you take off from work and then you call in sick the Monday you're supposed to go back. I was like, oh, I didn't want to do that. So, oh, I guess because I don't care about shit like that at work either. <laughs> so, it's probably, probably why. <laughs> Yeah, no, I wanted to. I want, we, were, we were on break, so I wanted to make sure. Like, I wasn't sick. I could actually show up. So I was like, okay, I'll do this. Which, which I really thank you. I appreciate your libation because I, I have some anxiety about recording by myself because mm-hmm. that's not like my bag. Yeah. When back in the day when money from Queer Walk used to, there just be like would just be her on the podcast. Uh-huh. I'd be like, yo, who is she talking to? How does she do? I feel like she's. We're having a conversation. How though? 
So yeah, so that was. I'm glad I got to exercise mm-hmm. that, and I've been meaning to like exercise some of my podcast skills and like do things that I haven't tried before, or whatever. So I was glad to be able to do that. Also, it was terrible, but like the feeling of like I'm uncomfortable, you know, was terrible. But it was cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Cool, cool. And I also, this is like the highlight of my libations. So yesterday, my friend took me out to dinner for, as a part of my birthday thing, and my libations to the restaurant. Nah, not my libations. My Uber to the restaurant i had a young driver young mm-hmm. black afro latinx guy named julio who was so hyped to play future and like match because i was not got in a car with some future song on mm-hmm. and i was like i didn't even know i knew the words of the song but i was rapping it mm-hmm. i don't know how that happened <laughs> and he's like you like future and i'm like i'm not a huge fan but like you know i know some things he was like yo can i play this oh my god like, yeah and he just started like going through stuff and then mm-hmm. i was like i don't really listen to a lot of the hip hop from now, but go ahead, do you? I'm I'm okay. Like mm-hmm. it's fine. So he just kept playing me like, yo, this this shit is my shit. And then this, this is my, he was just like going in on uh-huh. his playlist, having like mad fun, some black ass joy. Mad, I'm sure he probably gets a whole bunch of like old. Well, not really, because I live in a hood, so mm-hmm. like I'm sure he. It's not like I'm assuming that he's not getting in the car with a whole bunch of like white stuffy people. Right. But maybe that was the case. Maybe I was the first one who was like, go mm-hmm. ahead, play future. I don't get you it. You never know from day to day. Yeah, exactly. Do you or whatever but he was so open and hype and like happy to like i guess be himself yeah. in his car mm-hmm. like at his job at his job mm-hmm. like these people are if you think about it in their own car they are doing a job but they can't really be themselves right. in their own kind of like space mm-hmm. he was open he was like he was mad lit and um yes yeah, so i just wanted to pour him libations i gave Yay. him five stars told him to be happy be black do you not give everybody and shit five like stars? that no i don't okay I give everybody five stars unless we had an incident. I give you five stars. Actually, for the most part, I do. But if you do something, like if you take a route that I know is stupid, oh, yeah, yeah. shit like that, I'm not mm-hmm. giving you five stars. Right. And yeah. But him, it was like a proud five stars. Like not even like an obligatory, obligatory five stars. It was like, yes, Julio. Yes. Like I still remember his name. Oh, my goodness. Like, yeah. So libations to Julio. Julio. Having black joy in the Uber and living his life. That's what's up. Yeah. So those are my libations. All right. I fucks with that. Can mm-hmm. you tell people how and why to donate to Tea with Queen and Jay podcast? Yes, I will. So donations to Tea with Queen and Jay help progress this podcast, sustain this podcast, and keep the lights on for this motherfucking podcast. You can donate to Tea with Queen and Jay by going to our website, teawithqueenandjay.com, sliding down on our homepage, and there is where you will find two options. Two. The first option is our PayPal option, and that is where you can pay however much you want, however many times you want. There is no commitment there. And our second option is our Patreon option. And that is where we are asking for $2 a month. $2! You can give more or less. That is up to you. But we are only asking for $2 a month to help sustain Tea with Queen and Jay podcast. Other ways to donate that are not monetarily. Because we like to give options. We do. Right? Is by subscribing to this podcast. Wherever you're listening to this, make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Stitcher, whatever app you're listening to to listen to this podcast, rate, review, do the things that make the algorithm high and all of that shit. And people need co-signers. So your tea friend, be a co-signer too. Mm-hmm. Tag us in posts that people ask for podcasts. Tell a friend about a podcast. Show someone how to listen to a podcast so they can listen to Tea with Queen That's and Jay. Right. It's all so many ways to yeah. introduce Show people. your parents how to listen to podcasts. Word. I had to show my mom. Mm-hmm. Now she listens, but she doesn't really like a lot of podcasts. Mm. She wants older ones. So I'm trying to find like older mm-hmm. people having conversations. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, teach people how to listen to podcasts. If you say I'm listening to a podcast and they're like, "What's a podcast?" There's a person you could teach. You'd be like, you know, let me just teach you how to do that. So yes, those are ways that you can donate to Tea with Queen and Jay. If you would like to sponsor Tea with Queen and Jay podcast, if you'd like to advertise with us, email us at tea with Queen and Jay at gmail.com. If you'd like to hire us to speak at your school or organization, do a live show or consult, send us your tea mail at tea with Queen and Jay at gmail.com. So donation libations for this week. Our new Patreon subscribers are Lakish. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. And Leslie. Thank you, Leslie. We appreciate you. Thank you. This is our second week in a row with uh, no uh, PayPal uh, donations. Which, which, I don't know. We need that money. What, uh, what's that, up with that, that instance money. we do need uh, new headphones. <laughs> the one I'm wearing. <laughs> Queen is not wearing one. And no. the one I'm wearing is falling apart. So... <laughs> we need new headphones that like ones that cup your ear like actual like good headphones yes. so yeah and so really adjustable because sometimes our hair is really yes big. yes so that is important yeah, for us hair, yes. adjustable is fine it's helpful so hit us on the paypal we would appreciate that if you've been meaning to donate to tea with queen and jay podcast but you haven't got around to it now is a good time every little bit helps events we don't have any events coming up but our homies over at inner hole uprising have their monthly sex trivia coming up on sunday october 6th at 5 p.m do you like trivia drinks talking about sex fun and winning free stuff come down to inner hole uprisings sex trivia sundays sponsored by babeland at love story bar in brooklyn every first sunday of the month their next edition will be on sunday october 6th at 5 p.m and they always have a sex specialist in the building for for actual figgity facts that link. sex specialist is bad okay she's bad mm-hmm. just wanted to say that okay all right well all the more reason to, <laughs> to head to um sexual so maybe we'll be there maybe we'll be there uh this go around um barely thought about her one day all right we'll like, put that on the calendar that. we'll put that on the calendar we'll put the link to this in the show notes once again that's inner hole uprising sex trivia sundays yeah so um let's get into the show yes Queen, what kind of tea are you drinking? I am drinking black tea. Regular okay. regular tea. Alright. It just says tea. <laughs> I believe that's Lipton. Yes, likewise. It's delish. I wanted to take it back to childhood. So we're just having regular ass Lipton tea, yo. Mm-hmm. All right. And what are your pronouns? She and her. What are your pronouns? She, her, they, them. And what do you affirm for yourself this week? Let me scarrow. Like I don't say this every week, but I affirm. That I'm a bad bitch. I affirm that I'm enough. I affirm that I will be self-employed and financially wealthy without trauma. I also affirm that I am well-rested. My hair and fashions are popping. My body and mind are healthy. And that I will always and forever stunt on these hoes. Because they need to be stunted on. They do. So, yeah. Jay. Mm. What are you affirming for yourself? Um, I affirm as usual that I am not a lady. I affirm that I am enough. My apartment is paid for. Rent is paid. I'm wealthy. I'm self-employed and my finances are abundant. I'm paid. Opportunities are fruitful and bountiful without trauma. I have everything I need to maintain my current way of life and continue to flourish. I do not undersell myself or underquote my rate. I am healthy. I want to say like Oprah. Healthy! <laughs> I love bread <laughs> because I'm healthy. <laughs> <laughs>
can't afford health care. All right. Gail. <laughs> Gail. <laughs> yes, Oprah. <laughs> Don't call me auntie. <laughs> right? Oh, my gosh. Oh, so, Jay. Yo. Everyone knows we are television lovers. We do love TV it's and media. It's a part of our black joy. These are facts. It is. Mm-hmm. So um, we figure that we talk about what we're watching. Yeah. We talk about what we're watching. And then one day we're going to make a segment. It's going to have music and shit. And it's going to be our what right. we watching Maybe segment. Maybe we get Diamond to make out something. Oh. So Diamond <laughs> is going to do our what we watching segment. I feel it. Yeah. I like I affirm. Yeah. We affirm it. She's probably work, stop the tape and working on it right now. Loves writing music. Oh gosh! So we both have been watching Style by Hollywood. Yes, that is a show on Netflix, and it features uh, Jason, who is a stylist to the stars, yes. and Adair, who is a interior interior designer. De- designer. Thank you yes. so much. I was about mm-hmm. to say all kind of stuff that don't even make no sense, <laughs> like shit. My mom would say. Home decorator, somebody that decorate your home. Interior design. Interior design. I used to want to be interior designer. Yes, yes. I used to love those shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a great fucking show. They are a married black gay couple, mm-hmm. and I we know that black gay men marry each other and exist. Yeah, but I almost never see it in action. I think Native Son Online does a good job of uh, showing, showing like black gay that, love. Yeah. But yeah, outside of that, I've never I've never seen this in a reality show. So yeah, I've never seen it in a reality show. Or I guess I'll say I never I don't see it as much in entertainment spaces. Okay, all those spaces where people like mingle with Hollywood in that mm-hmm. way. I don't typically. Queen, mm-hmm. okay, Queen. Just had to say that. Like, uh huh, but you know, um, <laughs> but see, but uh, I typically have not seen in those kind of Hollywood spaces right. a lot of black men who are married to black men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've seen black gay men yeah. in love. Yes. Um, but rarely do we see black gay men that are in love with each other. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So, yeah, so this is, like, dope and refreshing, and in the season that we saw, they, like, were serving, like, Black Hollywood in particular, and Mm -hmm. that's fun and refreshing to watch, and I liked watching a show, because I've watched, I don't watch a lot of reality TV now, but Mm -hmm. I have a history of watching mad reality TV, so I, this is the first kind of, like, design style show that i've watched where reaching the higher level or the next level or the elite level of their career mm-hmm. doesn't involve white whiteness people. yeah yeah yep where there's not this like oh the goal is to aspire to working with these white celebrities yep. and then once you do that then you've arrived yeah you know what i'm saying they so were, i they, thought yeah i thought there was a lot of value in the way that they discussed the value of black hollywood and how they valued working with these, with these people, people and the relationships yep. they had amongst black hollywood so yeah. that was cool yeah, it is. I, I really like how much they kind of, the way they highlight black women on the show. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a prop or an accessory. Right. Or like, there's like a genuine exchange of love between them and the black woman mm-hmm. that they work with. Like, he's looking at them like, oh my God, Taraji. Oh my God, Serena. Like, oh my God. And they're looking at him like, oh my God. You know, like, it's mm. just like a mutual, like, oh my God. Like, you did this. You made me look like right. this. And he's like, oh, my God, you you let me make you look like this. Mm. You know, it's like this really even exchange of black love. Mm-hmm. Um, 
amongst him and his clients, which right. is like really, really dope. Like seeing him working with what's the woman's name? The one from Blackish that she plays uh, she's in Grownish Yara? too. Shahidi? Yeah, like her, her mom is there and it's mm-hmm. just very like loving. Like yeah. she's a client, not the mom, but it's mm-hmm. still like very like but still a family feel, right. like with all his clients mm-hmm. and things like that. The same or with, even um, with Adair when Adair, that's his name, right? Mm-hmm. When he works with his clients with the houses mm-hmm. and like we're gonna get this done because we know you're having a baby at this it's just right. I don't know. No, we just saw a, a, a different exchange. Usually, when people talk about black love, they talk about romantic love. Mm. But I feel like I see black love in these other ways. Right. Like we're popping, we're doing it, we're you know whatever, and within our business interactions, we're still gonna love on each other, mm-hmm. which I don't think we really get to see. I don't see a lot of Hollywood business interactions amongst black folks anyway, because mm-hmm. I'm not in that space. But it was nice to see that on screen happening in that way mm-hmm. too. You know, because like even if something was like a mess up it wasn't like a a mess up mm-hmm. a huge mess up or yeah. on something like them i don't i'm not see black business i don't know it was just like really nice to just see them love on each other in that way in that space too so i like i really really i really really like the show mm-hmm. yeah it's a, it's a good watch it's not like high drama so i heard some people talking about how like it moves slow it mm-hmm. yes it does move slower than people fighting that's the thing too that i appreciated that mm-hmm. like um because there's always not always but the reality shows i watch there's always like the messy gaze mm-hmm. and the drama gaze and you know like whatever and yes all of these people exist but like come on like sometimes they just be going to work and coming home right that's and- <laughs> and, 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 and that's, that's it, it. <laughs> <laughs> yes and the dares from the bronx ah, 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 ah. Ew, ew, you're... so i wonder if you say that to him if you <laughs> i you're... don't know he might i think he will i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yo somebody get in touch with a dare or send them this clip please and see if he'll if he'll return either an owl or an ah, ah, ah or your we'll accept anyone 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 ow ah 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 you're okay all right cool Mm -hmm. another netflix production we are well i'm watching i I definitely asked queen if she was watching this and she looked at me like i was crazy but um (laughs) are you watching (laughs) like no i ain't watching that (laughs) what i am just now watching neo yokio on netflix it is a anime style show featuring jaden smith and um, he plays Kaz, and Kaz is like a demon hunter of sorts. But this, it's set in this like alternate, alternate like New York kind of universe. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus and Merrill are also in it. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool. But like this came out maybe like a year and a half ago. They have a, a recent um, holiday special that came out in December. So that's mm-hmm. recent-ish. But I knew this existed. I knew it was on Netflix and I'm not an anime head. So I was like, all right, I'll get to it, you know, when or if I get to it or whatever. But I would have watched Why it. Why aren't you an anime head? I'm not an anime head because I'm just I, saying this because we both agree on this. So yeah, I feel I don't. I'm very sensitive to like animation, yeah. and I don't love the way that they move all the time or the way that like anime is drawn per se. The Boondocks is also drawn in an anime style, but I connect with what's happening mm-hmm. on that show, so I can watch it and enjoy it. And I enjoy. I didn't even know that was an anime stuff. style. I just yeah, was like, I could look at this for some reason. I don't like the way anime is. Like, even when I was younger and I used to try to watch, like, mm-hmm. Pokemon. Just like, no! <laughs> but just yeah, like- it is. Yeah, the Boondocks is drawn in anime style, but I feel like they use a, a bit more detail. He uses yeah, more I think detail. so, too. 
Yeah, because that's another thing I'm sensitive to. It's like they look like they're move. They're not really moving. They're like just shifting. It's like, like a sticks. picture book. Like yes, a, like the, those flicker book things. Right. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, get over and I that have also. trouble with that unless I connect deeply with the story. But I have to watch it to know I connect with the story. Mm-hmm. And it's, sometimes I don't make it that far. Yeah. So this. I found out recently that Jaden was. I was like, Jaden, whatever Jaden does, I'm there. You really do, though. okay? Really Let me do. listen. That's just what it is. I don't know why I'm like this, <laughs> but I fuck with Jaden Smith heavy, okay? And I just saw him I'm, live. I'm aware. Yeah, he's on the Igor tour with Tyler, the creator, and I saw him live, and it was a good time. He's just an adorable little weirdo for no reason. He cut his hair on stage. There was no reason for it. He's Jaden Smith. He, it'll grow back tomorrow. He does what he wants. You're right. It'll grow back tomorrow. If he hasn't manifested it or he might have manifested it that night. He he's Jaden. Anyway. He's a golden child. He's a golden child. So, yeah. Anyway, Neo Yokio, Jaden Smith, Jesus and Mero. Um, it's a star-studded cast of like other people whose names I didn't care to remember because... Jaden's there, so you're not Jaden's there. <laughs> Will makes an appearance. Amandala makes it... Not Amandala. Yeah, Amandala makes an appearance. Those are the black people I remember. Mm-hmm. And Susan Sarandon is in it. It's like a bunch. Jude Law is in it. That's mad random. Yeah, it's a random star-studded cast. Ezra Cole. I don't know how to say his last name, but he's from Vampire Weekend. Honestly, I don't know who that is. Yeah, it's it's his project. And again, I knew of it. I just didn't know that my faves were in it, and mm-hmm. I was entertained. It's six episodes, and then there's a Christmas special. So okay. go watch it if you're if you're out of shit to watch on Netflix. I didn't write this on the list, but since we're talking about animation, Steven Universe movie. Ah. so good you have you seen it yet no i haven't watched it yet. it is so good really do you okay so steven if you are universe. not caught up on your steven universe can you watch it yeah you can oh okay all right yeah that's cool. but um it. steven is grown really? he's like a teenager mm-hmm. and like steven universe is so the writing is just really really good where so where sorry where can you watch this i don't know i got a link <laughs> Okay. Because uh, the way that I knew it was out was because all of, for some reason, I don't know what happened. I don't have Twitch. I don't play games. Mm-hmm. All of the gamers that I follow on Twitter were like live tweeting Steven Universe. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what the fuck are y'all doing? And then this girl I follow was like, it's on Twitch. And I'm like, girl, you don't play- what is that? She started laughing at me. So then someone sent me a link. So I know okay. it's in the world. I just don't know how you access it. Okay. I don't have Twitch. Maybe it's on Cartoon Network right now. Mm-hmm. I have no idea because right. I do not live in a real TV world. What do you, is, do you know the name of it? The Steven, Steven Universe movie. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I thought it might have a are you, are you, name. Are you following me here? <laughs> I'm sorry. Have you seen Neo Yokio? No, okay. you know I haven't. I'm just joking. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was really, really good. Um, it's a musical, which is not typical of Steven Universe. Mm. Um, but I liked some of the songs. I didn't really like the villain song. I'm really into like good villain songs. Mm-hmm. But the Steven Universe, how dark are you going to get okay. as a villain? But yes, why Steven Universe? Pink Diamond is a fuck boy. <laughs> All right? Fuck Pink Diamond. I don't know why y'all fucking like her, but whatever. Okay. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that hoe. She's grimy. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Watch the Steven Universe movie. All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. Yo, thank you for that. We are also watching Wu-Tang. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love Wu Tang, but that that's the best way to say Wu Tang. I just I had to do that. But anyway, so we are watching Wu Tang and American Saga that is showing on Hulu now. New episodes drop every Wednesday. Yes. Um, the first three episodes came out in one shot, and now they're releasing episodes oh, they did? on Wednesday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It came out at once. 
I you love gonna, that gonna shit. Get this, dude. You gonna get this work? Yes, <laughs> I fucking I really love like it that too. shit, yo. The cast is incredible. Um, they hired a lot of newcomers, mm-hmm. like new faces, new young faces that we haven't seen before that can actually like fucking act. Mm-hmm. And then the Which young seasoned. Yeah. Because now you can see them as the artist and yes. not like as whoever the fuck that actor yes. is. Yes. And they're good and they're killing it and they're not fucking ruining it. For they're people not. who know Wu-Tang and appreciate Wu-Tang and like acknowledge them as the comic book superheroes that they are, like th- these kids are, act- they are fucking doing Wu-Tang. Yes. And it's great. And it's not, they're not impersonating Wu-Tang. They're fucking acting and embodying these characters. they really are. I like that the series is happening because, right? Mm -hmm. Listen to this podcast. You know how I be having beef with y'all nerds, right? Okay. So, in particular, the black nerds. I love how she says y'all nerds, but okay, carry on. Because I'm not, okay? Okay, Steven Universe got problems. I started watching that because, um, (laughs) y'all. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, Mm. so, JY's cartoons on the regular, I don't. Anyway, okay, Mm, so. Okay. I just like seeing these hood ass motherfucking niggas mm-hmm. who fucking hustle, who shoot at people, who fight, who curse, who say nigga, who drop out of school, who do all of that shit, and they're still into all of this comic nerd shit. And y'all right. try to act like people didn't fuck with y'all because y'all wasn't cool and y'all mm-hmm. wasn't doing those things. You went to comics. No, it's because you was just whack. You was whack. You, and just you whack. didn't use chapstick. Okay. <laughs> And cool nerds predate Wu Tang. Yeah, like okay. you know what I'm saying. So I'm, I like that it's a current thing that these younger people or people my age or whatever mm. could see and mm-hmm. see that no, these people fucking existed. I remember being a teenager fucking with this guy who used to make his own comic books, mm. and he was popping on the block too. Right. So like, I need y'all to stop acting like that's what it is it's not that like I, it's really just an obscure idea of what masculinity is mm. and it has nothing to do Tell with it. fucking nerdum and playing video games you know how many motherfuckers i fucked with who play video games that's how i Every fucked mother- with them exactly <laughs> so there. what are you talking about yes, it's yo. masculinity and that obscure idea but we have about masculinity that's mm-hmm. the problem mm-hmm. not fucking nerdum yep. not fucking bitches not want to fuck with you because of that it's not that let's talk about what it really is i'm mad i whack one of my boyfriends in Mortal Kombat and then I looked at him I was like we should kiss now and now you're my boyfriend That's I won't say what I did with video games is playing <sighs> um, but yeah but I really like, come yeah, on. I love the series I like that it's happening as a series so that they don't have to rush the story I like that if you all watched I don't know how many of you watched the Wu-Tang documentary on Showtime I didn't I it was yes we know <laughs> disgrace Jay's obviously the Wu-Tang the Wu- <sighs> disgraceful anyway yeah so i watched it and i enjoyed it as with all hip-hop things as a black woman this race nerd it's like you enjoy the shit but you know okay well black women are missing but i guess that's fine whatever whatever yeah definitely not fine um so they had the documentary and within the documentary the only black women that speak are like moms or girlfriends when we know that they were all we know that there were other black women involved in their careers throughout hip-hop and throughout the time that they were huge and throughout their journey mm-hmm. an asian woman speaks and fucking seth rogan what who the invited fuck? him who invited you and and like there were no like we couldn't find any black women that were working within the industry you know what i'm saying it was just weird there's mad people there's like black women journalists yeah 
Exactly. You know you. what I mean? Like, thank you. What the fuck? Thank you. They were all. They're all different types of black women who could have been spoken to throughout yeah, this whole. Talk doc. to like mad old vibe. I was yes or source. Like thank there was you. women there. Yes, talk there to were. them motherfuckers. There were. I was like rocking with it and trying to pace myself until Seth Rogen showed his face, and I'm like, "You're just a white guy who loves hip hop. Why do you get to speak?" <laughs> thank you. That was a that's a great. <laughs> 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 Guys, oh, I really love hip hop. Just like you know, like yeah. <laughs> oh, that. But anyway, I bring. Sorry, he sorry. does that last. That he does. I got distracted. Sorry. I got fell down this world. I was just so annoyed, but I, I did enjoy the documentary. But what I like about the series is that yes, the uh, main women characters are their family. Like this is a story about family. It's an American saga, but we learn more in depth yeah, about. Yeah, to know them. Yeah, we're getting to know them. Right? They're not. Their stories are not just directly related to their relationship with the men in the series. So yeah. I really appreciate that level of depth. Yeah, and it's fucking dope, yo. It's fucking dope. Just it is watch really it. Good. You don't. You actually don't. You do not have to love or give a shit about Wu Tang to enjoy this. You series. don't, because I drama. don't love or give a shit about Wu Tang. Whoa. And I whoa, 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 enjoy whoa, whoa, it. Whoa, 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 walk that back. You know I don't though, so you know me. You, know you don't love Wu Tang, but you give a shit about Wu Tang. I don't. no, don't say that. That's not what this podcast is about. I don't. They just there. What else are you watching? No, I don't see that. You no, know I don't care. No, I like no. And Ghostface, right? Because you do give. But a I'm shit. about them. I'm they not Wu Tang. Not a Wu Tang person. I didn't even That's realize it was a I part said. of Wu Tang until mad later because I whoa, I'm, I'm telling you the truth. I, I can't live, handle. The I gotta truth. live my truth. I can't handle the truth. But the, the series is good. The series is good. It's really good. Are you okay now? Oh yes, I'm fine. Are you okay? Yes, let's move on. You are still assessing. I was this, having a nervous. Are you still breakdown. assessing this friendship? <laughs> no, we're we're okay. I'm you just and Jasmine are gonna you talk about me later. You don't have to use such harsh language. I did. I'm gonna be for real. I didn't. You know. I, I you don't. All right. All right. Go. Let's move on. What else are you watching? I am. Doing our favorite thing. Hate watching and loving. It's such a wonderful pastime. Power. Oh, I love to hate watch that show. Mm -hmm. It's so bad that it's good. It's like Mm -hmm. masterpiece theater. Yeah. (laughs) It's a good time. It's a good time. It's so good. Well, I was watching a recent episode. I'm not going to spoil anything because I know you haven't watched it Mm -hmm. and I don't want to spoil it for anyone listening. But I'm just looking and I was like, wait, this show is in New York and there's mad shit that's wrong wrong yo <laughs> like wrong. wrong wrong this is not wrong but entertaining tommy's whole existence is wrong <laughs> i just don't get it i don't get first it. of all all right this is my power theory so okay tommy is the white gangster dude who quote unquote is down with all the black dudes right yeah all right he's some sort of fantasy in a lot of people's okay. heads people fight a lot of folks uh love a uh white person who's down so anyway yeah Tommy is from Queens. He's mm-hmm. supposed to be Italian. Whatever his accent, his Queen slash Italian like Irish slash. Italian. Oh, maybe his okay. mom is Irish, and then uh, his dad okay. is Italian. Whatever spicy white he's supposed to be, that accent, the Queens accent, and the down with black people accent, they are not fucking working. Also for the series at all, he should have just been a Russian from Brooklyn. Okay, I could have saw that. That would that would make sense, oh, and he then could just been a, he wouldn't be. He could just been a regular white. Or he could just be a regular white. I don't. I don't know. Or maybe they could have cast somebody else. I. I don't know. But I think I would have enjoyed it more if he was a Russian from Brooklyn. But then maybe it wouldn't be a fifty cent thing because I guess they're all supposed to be from Queens. <laughs> 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. It's I entertaining like though. Queens is one of the most diverse boroughs. They could have used any kind of Russian from Queens. Yeah, could have mm-hmm. been not Tommy, not yeah. that person. Tommy could have been someone else. It's really, really weird. Yeah, that's weird. It's also weird to me. Because he could. We know Russians. We know New York Russians that be down with black people. Yeah. And they don't sound like whatever. Russian. He could have been Albanian. He could have yes. been some mad stuff. Yes. Yes. Weird. It's weird. But we know why that's happening. Because we all want to play with the Italians. <laughs> like <laughs> We all want to be gangsters that play with Italians. Yeah, because that, with Italians that raises so your bad. gangster bar for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. Because you get to go to the the fucking restaurant during the daytime when nobody else is there but just the boss and have a conversation. We do like that. (laughs) (laughs) We do like that, yo. Honestly, if you're from the Bronx, what is that restaurant? It's an Italian restaurant over there. Sorry. If you're from the Bronx, you know what I'm talking about. I don't. Over there. Probably North Bronx stuff. Is that North Bronx? Yeah, probably. Probably. Anyway, it's an Italian restaurant over there. Is it Tony's? She pointed with her head. Like, yeah, right? Over I did. There. Like, we know. Like, it's right there. But that, the Italian uh, restaurants on City Island. Um, mm-hmm. I know those. We love those places. We love, for like, for lactose intolerant people, we love some, like, Italian You did not make, your gangster foods, has not succeeded until you can sit down and eat with an Italian. And I think <laughs> that... <laughs> That is what I gotta, I gotta tell you. I've done it. Yo, I've been eating with Italians. I've like, done it. That's, that's what that is, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yo, if an Italian hasn't sent you over an extra plate of food on the house, <laughs> you, you're nothing. <laughs> you're nothing in this town. You, you live in New York and an Italian hasn't sent you over a, a free plate? <laughs> My dad's a cop. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so Jay's had a reply. So yeah, I've had it. I've had it. Yeah, he's, he's a light skinned cop, so yeah, you know, yeah, they yeah, think yeah, he's Sicilian. All right, over there with that Alfredo and shit. I like a good Alfredo with yeah. a glass of uh, red wine. It's good. It goes down. I have a story about red wine, but later. Okay. In episode. Yeah. So power. It's the most ridiculous show. It's so ridiculous yeah. and good. Mm-hmm. There's other stuff about New York that don't make sense to me. We know that there's no way in hell that Ghost has that club for this long mm-hmm. and has never been shut down and opened up, named another club. That's New York culture. Absolutely. There's no club that you've been to when you was a kid that mm-hmm. still exists. Nope. Absolutely not. Nothing. Mm-mm. Nothing. Mm-mm. You have to lose your liquor license. You close down. Maybe someone's get shot. You close down. Mm-hmm. Some sex crime. Close down. <laughs> you open up. New <laughs> and name. you open up and it's a new day. Yep. This is unrealistic. He's a drug dealer yeah. who owns a club. Well, that shit should have been shut yeah, down. Nothing. And opened up as, um, what is it called? Truth? Mm-hmm. Loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> Something. Veracity. <laughs> Right. Like, what the fuck is that? Uh Uh-huh. Don't make no damn sense. I agree. And as a New Yorker who likes watching shows filmed in New York, because I'm like a fun fact ass bitch. Yeah, I never watch and feel like, oh yeah, yeah, such and such. Oh, that's such and such. I don't know. Maybe Maybe Queens Queens people do. Y'all could tell me. Actually, don't speak to me. The whole show though is Mm -hmm. like on to me. One midtown block. Yeah. And then the fucking piers or ports. Mm -hmm. That's the whole show. Show. The piers, the porks, and the docks. <laughs> yeah, like right. what the, I don't even know we had that many piers, ports, and docks. Exactly. Fuck. Exactly. <laughs> That's because I, I guess we're not in a life enough. We're not in a life. No, we never eaten with Italians. I told you, I've done it. <laughs> I've done it. So we All don't right. know. 
sends the plates know. over. They shake so my dad's man. hand. All right. Know, squid. Okay. Well. Oh, one more thing. Oh. It's always fucking winter. Wow, it is. It's always fucking winter. It That's is. not how New York works. No, we have very hot summers. How do you, how are you a drug dealing enterprise and you don't, summer is a, is a good time for the drugs. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> thank you for this education. <laughs> summer, oh, be hot. why you think all this shit be popping off in the yeah. summer? Like, and even if it's not like good for money, that's when like people are outside now. So whatever mm. you have beef with, like it be hot in the summer. Mm-hmm. How you don't have a summer? <laughs> yeah, ever it makes no sense. Mm. It's weird. You're right. I don't understand. I was trying to think. Not about... the New York I know. Yeah. Okay, I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't like binge. There's something that goes down in the old season. I was like, all of that behavior, that was that all that wild killing, <laughs> all that, of that was be- summer the- behavior. <laughs> and they were wearing jackets because that's some shit that they never wear hats summer. either. <laughs> it's right. just was weird. I feel like they all should have hats uh, by now. Ghost wears hats when he's in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get off this. Yeah, let's get off this. All right, so that's what we're watching. If you have ideas and shit about uh, comments about what we're watching, be sure to use the hashtag on social tea with QJ and we and can talk more up. about Word. what we're watching, yo. No, don't spoil it for people on the timeline. Don't. Please. Don't. The show, you can spoil the podcast. Don't spoil the uh, these programs. What? Money, 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 money. <laughs> money! <laughs> Do you know what this year is? what every year is all about yeah but like giving black women your money yes give black women your money hashtag pay black women yo okay okay so So. how do they give black women their money well they can start by giving us their money oh yes yes we do this dope ass women is race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week sometimes twice um, a week yeah yo (laughs) and we could use your loving motherfucking donations Um, we definitely can absolutely so how can you do that you can go to our website tvqueenandj.com hit that donate tab and mm-hmm. we have two options there so you two two you become a patron or you can just donate through paypal yep. you choose we mm-hmm. give you a choice that's right on how you give us money that's right if you want to donate via patreon we're asking all of our listeners to break us off two dollars a month that's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandj.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice oh my god we're gonna get money again <laughs> all the time yes and we're black all the time all right yeah. so let's get into a segment that we haven't done in a while yo i know it's been so long it's been a while you but ready it's like one of our favorite segments it is let's do a moment in black hair yes Queen. Yes. What is a moment in black hair? So a moment in black hair is a segment where we talk about moments in black hair. They can be great moments. They could be horrible, annoying moments because we know that black hair is always political. And Jay and I noticed that at some point we was constantly talking about hair. So we figured, you know what, bitch? This needs to be a segment. So now it's a segment. That's right, yo. And now we're getting into moment in black hair. What's the moment, Jay? All right. So... 
This week's moment in black hair is Tracy Ellis Ross's new hair company, new hairline, Pattern Beauty. So comedic actor, stylist, and Diana Ross's most famous child. Mm -hmm. Um, And overall baddie, Tracy Ellis Ross has a new hairline called Pattern. Pattern. And she's also like... In addition to being known for like being a badass like style icon and just fucking gorgeous and just like in her 40s and just looking amazing and shit and having big eyes. <laughs> she has big eyes. They're beautiful. She has big eyes. Yeah. She is known for having like big bouncy hair and shit. Yeah. Um, so she started this hairline. What were your initial thoughts about this? Mine were, oh, this is cute. Mm-hmm. I guess I have to say how I figured found out so i follow her on twitter no okay. instagram and she put that and i was like what she doing so then i clicked the pattern thing and i started well, going what did you see on instagram What's her that? like introducing pattern oh, okay and i was like what tracy because in my mm-hmm. head like we're cool like i see you all the time got so, it what you doing tracy so i clicked it and then i started going through because the instagram page already had lots of information on mm. it um because i think that if i didn't click it i would have been like girl you 3c like <laughs> So before you carry on, nobody want to talk to you about patterns. Before you finish, (laughs) since we're here, since we're here, since we're here, okay, okay, that was exactly what I thought. I didn't even. Nobody want to. As as a four C black girl, I didn't even click. Okay, I was like, oh, okay, three C bouncy curls. All right, bye. And Mm. I just went about my life. I like her, and I wish her all the best. But when I first saw it, I was like, this has nothing to do with me. Bouncy hair girls like you is always starting a hairline. Like you about to tell me and my kinky curls how to make my hair do what your hair does or some shit, some other shit. Or on the bottle, you're going to put, this one is for dry and damaged hair. My hair is not fucking dry and damaged. It's dry because it's 4C and please use that language. Like I didn't even, and I'm a social media person. It moisture in different ways. Exactly. So like it's not going to look like that shiny shit that your hair does. Yes. Because if it Change moisture in a different. It's not even like it's dry. It's exactly, just but that's the language that they put on a lot of our yeah. hair products, even ones that are supposed to be affirming of our hair. The shit says fucking dry and damaged. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> my phone. Is I'm gonna start calling people that fucking dry, fucking damaged, dry bitch. damaged bitch. <laughs> Uh, my phone is an extension of my hand so i click on everything you know Mm. if you're a listener and you have followed the podcast i've probably clicked on your fucking avi just to see oh what they're doing so what is this 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 person looks like a sociopath avoid okay oh this this is cute so i I didn't even click i was like i'm not wasting my time with this what what you doing Mm -hmm. and then when i went through it i saw language that wasn't dry damage i saw imagery that was people who look like they had hair like Mm -hmm. me um seemed like they were trying to have a wide range of hair actually patterns because Mm -hmm. they're mad different curl patterns and it wasn't yes it's her hair care line but i didn't see on that instagram page her centering her hair Mm -hmm. and her hair experience right which was like, okay, all right, okay, you starting this off right. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to be looking at you. I'm still going to be like, hmm, hmm, mm-hmm. hmm, with my 4C ass because I need to like, you know, whatever. Um, She still might do that, but I would call light skin shit mm-hmm. with the hair. She still might. You mm-hmm. never know. Right. So I got to be on. Y'all can't see me, but I'm like. <laughs> She's doing the whoa dance. She's doing like a, a version of the whoa. No, because like that's that. what people do. You do that when it's like, what? Yeah. About to whoa. fight like, what? Whoa. What? Mm-hmm. Um. So that's what I'm doing, yeah. But um. So I'm still looking, but I, I I'm excited about how it's starting. Yeah. The way the conversation is starting. 
and the way that it seems that though they made a huge effort to include lots of different black folks in their different hair textures. Mm-hmm. I like seeing men in the um mm. in the space. I think that a lot of the hair a lot of the natural hair talk is just like something that's exclusive, I think, to black women or femmes and stuff like that. And it's like and me and Jay do a good job of inserting black men in that space only mm-hmm. to say these aren't things that are independent of you. You're affected by these things. Right. Black hair is political for you too, like all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that people do that too much. Um so just seeing I guess men in the hair care line space with bottles that still look like the other bottles and it right. wasn't like the man bottles. This, <laughs> this, <is> <laughs> this one smells like leather. <laughs> smells like dry age. Smells like tires leather, leather and cement. And musk. For men. You know, mm-hmm. we're not doing all of that shit. Right. So yeah, that's what made me like, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I press follow. Yeah. I um when I finally went to the website for the first time today or looked into this <laughs> At all, I wasn't fucking with it. I know, it, yo. I know you. I see. I, I see. don't. I don't. You, oh, you want to show me a bouncy, coily curl? How about you keep walking? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Eyes front. Don't look over. Don't look at my forcey ass. Get out of here. But yeah, I finally we do do moment in black hair. So I finally looked today, and um, I like it. I like it. And the tagline is "Rock your pattern for curlies, coilies, and tighter textures." So I appreciated that they sell different types of conditioners for different textures and the one that is for tighter textures does not say dry damaged whatever the fuck it says tighter textures because that's what i have i have a tighter texture a dry damaged bitch oh we could start we could start now we can start today (laughs) (laughs) right oh that's just how i am <laughs> um yeah so so i appreciate it and it looks it looks exciting yeah and i'm excited yeah do you know of any other and i'm you know i just don't be knowing things yeah. or remembering things mm-hmm. do you know of any other black women who've made natural hairlines mm. not like the spokesperson for a brand or like yes the, but like create well carol's daughter that's a black well, i mean woman. like a, um i think i mean like Someone in the, I guess, entertainment space. Who oh, did. I don't think so. Not off top. No, I didn't research it. But right. Yeah, we're just talking. Like, yeah. if we had googled, usually we Google first. But yeah, yeah. So if that's the case, that's dope too. Hmm. I just like seeing black women doing things. Yeah, man. So that's too. interesting. Me too. So congrats to Tracy Ellis Ross and thank you for um doing what looks to be a good job. And that's our moment in black hair. Yeah. So yo. Do you want to get into news that's not news? News that's not news. Yes. In a world where Don Lemon is considered a respectable news anchor. In a world where people respect Don Lemon. Queen and Jay bring you news that's not news. News that should be news, but it ain't news. Because mainstream media wants to feed you the same three stories about transracialism in three different ways. With a special segment by Don Lemon. So here's news. That's not news. Queen, let's tell the people what news that's not news is. Yes. So news that's not news is where we highlight news stories with a womanist race nerd perspective because, you know, we got the keys. Or we highlight stories that the mainstream media is not even fucking paying attention to. So Mm -hmm. we use this platform to highlight that here. And that is our news. That's not new segment. Yeah. Jay. Yo. What's the news, yo? All right. So news that's not news. This actually among uh, most circles, amongst black folks at least. I don't know how far this got, but it's pretty big. Malik Yoba. So the story is not about him. Also but we, known gonna, as 
low ch- chapstick poppy. Oh, he had eczema. That's what he said. I have eczema in my family. Um, and my brother and my sisters be using chapstick. <laughs> he said he used, back in the day, Malik Yoba said he used chapstick. It just looked different because he had eczema. That's what he said. I don't know what's real. Who knows? Well, okay. he's not, whatever. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the story is not about Malik Yoba, but I am going to open with this. So um, a few weeks ago, Malik Yoba shared with the public that he loves trans women and has been in relationships with trans women and will continue to be in community with trans women in the future. That is not a quote, but that's paraphrasing what went down. Um. So when I heard that shit, I was thrilled. I was thrilled as well. Yes. I was fucking excited. And then shortly after, he (laughs) was accused of soliciting underage girls for sex work. Because men are fucking trash. Yeah, they garbage. Uh, So our homies over at Marsha's Plate Podcast had a really great conversation about this on their latest episode. So I'm going to include the link to that in the show notes. Um, But I kind of want to get back to why we were excited about this news. I have never heard a famous person, a popular person who a popular or famous cis black man talk about their love for trans women yeah and their love also more specifically for black trans women yeah and so that was exciting and i was thinking about what doors this would open for other people to help normalize relationships with black trans women regardless to what kind of relationships they are a part of why black trans women are being murdered at the rates that they are is because of transphobia yes and you cannot openly love a black trans woman or any trans women in our current society yeah and so i was thrilled that like yo this is a conversation that's being had at a level that it's never been had at before so that was fucking exciting so yeah grand opening grand closing on that but the conversation is happening now yeah and there, there have been conversations about loving trans women but the conversation is happening now hopefully from these cis black men who love trans women and and then from it happening from someone who has so many eyes on them right is the piece right um, it's the big piece, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So more recently, writer, reporter, and listener of TV with Queen and J podcast. Ew, 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 ew. That's good. That's right. Terrell J. Starr shared with the Twitterverse that he frequently has loving relationships with black trans women and that he wants to document black cis men who love black trans women. Um, He wants to talk to those people who are comfortable with discussing their love like on camera yeah. for the root. So that mm-hmm. is super exciting to that me. That is. Um, but before we get there, I wanted to ask you, would mm-hmm. you date a man who dates trans women? Yeah, I would. Okay. Would cool. you? Yes, I would as well. And I wanted to ask that question. I know that about you already. I knew that about you. I was yeah. like, why are you me this? <laughs> oh, yeah, we do a podcast. Right, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> but I wanted to I wanted to ask here on the podcast because I think that a part of... We all play a part in this. And I think that a part of helping to reduce like the stigma or helping to eliminate the stigma of cis men dating trans women. I feel like we play a role in that as of course we do. Yeah. As cis black women who Mm -hmm. date cis black men among other people. Like I think that it is important for us to make it known that we are comfortable dating cis men who have relationships with With trans trans women. Mm -hmm. Like, because there are so many women who measure 
masculinity by the type of women that you date or the type of relationships you have, the type of sex that you have. And then also a lot of people equate gender with sexuality. Mm -hmm. So like if this cis man is having sex with with a trans woman, trans woman, Mm -hmm. then he's gay. He's just like, that's not, that's not the case. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's something important for people to know and like spread your thought Mm -hmm. a little more like Mm -hmm. gender and sexuality are two different things yeah. that could be put in the same conversation but like come on mm-hmm. like, you know there, there's that piece of it and then there are people who are obsessed with body parts oh my god and there are people who are obsessed with if you had sex with someone who was a woman who has different part body parts than i do who has private woman, right? parts yeah maybe different from a cis woman yeah and depending on the scenario and situation or whatever does that make you gay or does that make you less than a man because so many people tie what kind of sex you have yeah even if you have sex even if you are a cis man who has sex with cis women there are people who will judge the type of sex that you are having yeah. like what you do and what you enjoy in what, the bedroom, bedroom they yeah. will use that to gauge and measure someone's masculinity yeah. and um these ideas of like power and submission versus dominance and all of these things that we use as measuring sticks for shit that like doesn't even matter like yeah. personally i find it very toxic to use to view sex as this tool of power even though we know that there are people who view it that way we know that like a lot of abuse i feel like happens in this way from this angle of people who are looking to exert a certain type of power Mm -hmm. um i know that sex has been described as being powerful but i think there are certain ways in which we see sex as a tool of power for the patriarchy like in with like notions of submission or even the language that we use when we talk about when we talk about things like giving and receiving yeah it's like, not even it's not an equal exchange right is someone is giving someone is receiving someone is getting taking, fucked someone, someone is taking is somebody's smashed, virginity yes someone is like all of that language like that yes. someone is someone is getting not even giving someone is getting and someone is like losing something yes thank you yes mm-hmm. and so i think that all all of those concepts and all of those things that like a lot of us hold on to mm-hmm. and now right now in this moment I'm talking about cis women who date cis men yeah. a lot of us hold on to these ideas about what makes someone masculine and if I am somebody who is attracted to masculine people can I date a masculine person who who enjoys different types of bodies yeah. in the bedroom can I be attracted to a masculine person who enjoys has sex with different types of people just in general and so i think that if we take some time to work on like letting go a lot of those ideas of like toxic masculinity and those that's another example of how the ways in which toxic masculinity is promoted by women Mm-hmm. We know that we don't control that narrative, but it's a, it's it's we're all affected by you it. You know what's what's interesting, and I've been thinking about this a lot lately. So lately, so like when toxic masculinity like manifests in women, mm-hmm. we're still like masculine. It's like masculine is just always like toxic. Mm-hmm. Like I've never seen any kind of masculine masculinity in my lifetime that was not this toxic thing. Okay, and anytime it manifests. You know, people try to say toxic femininity, blah, 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 mm. blah. Usually that is a femme person or a woman mirroring masculinity. Right. 
And it comes with toxic because mm-hmm. masculinity is just some toxic ass piece of thing. Like mm-hmm. I've never seen it in a way where it's like not. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wanted to say that because it's something I've just been right. Like, yeah, and and about. when we when we when we say that we're not talking about like someone who likes to like dress quote unquote what people would call masculine Mm-mm. or stuff like that. We're talking about these concepts of masculinity and like. Uh, I could toxic think of, behaviors yeah, I know, and I shit feel, like I that. I feel like a lot of my most toxic behavior is me emulating masculinity in ways mm-hmm. that I don't want to like get got. Right. In ways that I don't want to be like taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. In ways that I have to do this to them first before they do it to me. And mm-hmm. usually I'm emulating those things. Like when I'm at my most abusive moments, mm-hmm. I am doing that mm-hmm. typically. And mm-hmm. usually when I see that in other women, because I have friends who are like that too, they are emulating <laughs> toxic masculinity right. or masculinity period because i'm gonna be honest and say i've not seen masculinity not be toxic okay can you give me an example so just like when i like right now i'm like in a really you know i just broke up with someone mm-hmm. and this is not so i'm in like a weird place so like or any man who's trying to interact with me romantically i'm treating them like shit on purpose mm. like i'm degrading them on purpose mm-hmm. like you know, like I'm doing these things and I know it's because I'm probably hurt, mm-hmm. but that's the only way that in this moment that I know how to like not get this person to a point where they can like, where I can get vulnerable again or like right. I can, you know, you get what I'm saying, right? I get what you're saying. Yeah. And then a feeling of like, there's a, when we talk about white supremacist, patriarchal capitalism, we always talk about how somebody has to be on the bottom, which which gives us these feelings of being exactly. on top. And so yes. for you, in order to have this feeling of staying that, on I have top, to win. and yes, I have to yes, there's this feeling, mm-hmm. this this embodying of like the role of the abuser, the yes. role of like the toxic masculinity that mm-hmm. we see that says, okay, I am the person who is on top. I'm in charge. I dictate things. And a part of that is me continuing to yeah. abuse you and mentally manipulate you yes. like in certain ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And usually when I'm doing that, usually when I'm in action, when I'm doing it, I'm not mm-hmm. like thinking about it. Yeah. But when I reflect, I'm like, I'm acting like how the guys be you know Mm -hmm. it's it's exactly that right um so that like for me i'm like that's why like masculinity i've never seen it in a way that was not harmful Mm -hmm. in my life and even when i emulate it i'm kind of disgusted by it but it's just like a natural kind of Mm -hmm. when i'm in those spaces it's just natural and it's just like oh but you know like whatever yeah yeah Yeah. 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 Hmm. yeah okay Right, we were okay. <laughs> You're all right. Okay. All right. So I wanted to get into these tweets from Terrell. Mm-hmm. Terrell has a pretty decent following on Twitter. Um, so even if you have never heard of Terrell, there is a sizable population of people who have read his tweets. Um, but yeah, I said that to say that it wasn't like he was just talking to five people when he <laughs> announced this on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I say he has a following because this is like, this is a thing. I love bread. <laughs> 
So Terrell says, I'm going to be speaking more about this in the very near future, but I really think it's time to have elevated convos about black men and our relationships with trans black women that go beyond body parts. I mean, the past few women I have dated have been black trans women and my closest friends are trans black women. Been that way for years, actually. I show up for them and they show up for me. I talk with them all the time about a lot of stuff, including the latest news cycle. I'm thinking of ways to use my platform to show up for trans black women. And one of the ways all of my black trans female friends have asked me to do is to try and open up space for other black men to talk about our loving relationships with our black female trans friends and girlfriends. Again, I will be discussing this in a big way in a few weeks, but I want to hold spaces with black men about how we take our loving relationships with black trans women in a more public way that matters to the black trans women we love. So for example, I've never spoken with another black man who who is in a serious relationship with a trans black woman and about how to build a family. If I'm being honest, I see my future wife as a black trans woman. That reality changes the way I think about a lot of shit, dog. <laughs> I'm laughing because I didn't read that with the dog upcoming. So it, it, I sound like a robot. That changes a lot of the way I, I see things, dog. dog. All right. I'm not going to read it again. That's just you get what you get. I'm already thinking about ways we're going to have we're going to have and raise kids adoption slash surrogacy. How I'm going to break it to parents, your grandbaby, your grandbabies ain't going to come the old fashioned way. Laughing emoji. How will I get my family ready for my trans black wife? When I travel abroad, how will I make sure my trans black wife will be safe? How do countries in which I work treat trans people legally? How will I need to support her financially if that's an issue? What does it mean to support her if she is discriminated against? All that. If you are in a loving relationship with a trans black woman, it changes your emotional DNA. Your capacity to love expands when you love a trans black woman. You have to learn how to love trans, how to love the trans element and support it emotionally. It changes how you think. If anyone tells you that loving a trans woman is the same as loving a cis woman, I have to question if they truly have ever loved a trans black woman. I doubt it. My capacity to love someone has grown as a re- as a result of being in relationships with trans women out of necessity. Y'all want to know the wildest shit though the trans black we want to know the wildest shit (laughs) the trans black wife ain't even chose yet another laughing emoji i just know she'll be black and trans so i'm accepting it and putting it out there and i think more black men like think like me but are afraid to say so it's okay fam really it is i honestly am not doing this to get in someone's dms I'm doing this because my trans black female friends have told me that it will help erase the stigma about loving trans black women. My friends know I love them, but they said I need to say it publicly, so I am. The Reese story is very complicated, but the takeaways are that the more cishet dudes like me open up about how we see our futures with black trans women, the more we can push back against transphobic men who try to shame our loving relationships. I'm not afraid of what people think of me, nor do I honestly give a damn what anyone thinks of my sexuality because my love for black trans women goes beyond the 101 level. Goes beyond the 101 level demeaning convos about anatomy. I'm focused on helping black men learn how to love trans black women. I never talk about my dating life on here. I mean, why? I'm doing this because it's important for people to know that there are black men who want loving relationships with trans black women and show up for them however they need. I plan on doing more. Black men need to create our spaces to discuss our relationships with black trans women that don't tax them emotionally and seek their labor. We need to work through our own stuff and exert our own labor if we truly love trans black women. 
I'm done now. I'll have more to share next week. I'm off to do yoga and hit the gym now. Thank you, Tarot. These yoga poses be popping. They do be popping. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Tarot went on to say, Tarot went on to say, so I'm looking for cishet black men who are in loving relationships with black trans women. They have to be in NYC and are willing to talk about their relationships on camera for the root. I really want to create space that shows black men loving trans black women. I need y'all's help to make this happen. Please spread the word. So if you want to hit up Tarot, um, you can hit him up on instagram he is terrell j star um that is terrell with two r's two l's i'll just spell the whole thing two r's two l's two r's uh terrell (laughs) c is c as in car p as in belt it's a fucking b so terrell on instagram t-e-r-r-e-l-l-j-s-t-a-r-r and then his twitter is um at russian underscore star so at r-u-s-s-i-a-n underscore s-t-a-r-r um so you can hit him up there if you're gonna hit him up to say some fucking foolishness then fucking don't okay i know most of our listeners are not on that bullshit but some of our listeners when it comes to trans folks like that's your fucking like achilles heel and you get all fucking weird don't get fucking weird with him okay don't save that shit for somebody else or don't don't save it just shut the fuck up oh that's yeah thank you (laughs) thanks thanks for that just shut the fuck up (laughs) yeah so thank you terrell for sharing that with us we appreciate you for opening um and helping to continue that dialogue word and we look forward to seeing what you put together for the room yeah Yeah. i'm excited about it yeah me too yes all right let's get into some pay black women yes 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 give me your fucking money um so jay do you want to tell our listeners what the pay black woman segment is all about i do pay black women (laughs) i'm like you sure (laughs) (laughs) um pay black women is a segment where we highlight black women owned businesses and initiatives or indigenous women owned businesses and initiatives it could be someone who owns a business it could be somebody who just needs um assistance with like lunch money it could be somebody who needs to be able to pay their rent it could be someone who has started their own nonprofit organization any black or indigenous you woman for vacation exactly okay. you could send us that it shit perfectly too fine to it's perfectly you fine you deserve as well you fucking deserve yo um so that is our pay black women we highlight those black women and indigenous women yeah so Today's pay black woman is kind of a twofer because it's a female and it's Two. a pay black woman. Um, so I'm gonna just get into the letter. Hi queen. Hi Jay. First, let me tell you, I love your show. I am one of those people who went back and listened from the beginning and have loved every minute. I don't understand why you guys don't do that. Get it, don't get it. But, but I guess um, since they're still there. We both apologize and say you're welcome. You are able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, even the first 40th episodes. Rough. As I listened, I always assumed that my first T-mail would be becoming a patron subscriber. However, my financial situation has taken a bit of a turn. I am a single mom of three kids, two boys, ages 10 and 12, and a daughter, age 3. I'm writing in to see if you would possibly consider featuring me for your paid black woman. Of course we will, girl. Yeah. For, our pay, for your paid black woman segment. 
My oldest son was recently accepted to a private boarding school for this upcoming school year. This is the educational opportunity we've been dreaming of. The school he was attending was no longer the nurturing environment it was when he started there in kindergarten. It became a place full of white microaggressions, and I could see it breaking his spirit. No matter how much I tried to uplift him at home, it was still negatively impacting him. While we did qualify for financial aid, there was still a significant amount to be paid out of pocket. Since we applied and we were accepted so late, there weren't any opportunities for scholarships and I wasn't approved for the parent loan. I have been applying for part-time jobs to try and offset the cost, but I have been unsuccessful thus far. I'm hoping that I will be able to find something in the upcoming weeks. I was writing to see if any of your listeners had any suggestions or information about other funding options or if anyone would be or if anyone would want to donate to help with the tuition and fees. I love what I love what you both are doing. One day I'm going to make it to a live event so I can say hi to my favorite woman is race nerds. My cash app is um, dollar sign Carmen Knight and my PayPal is paypal.me slash Carmen Renique, R-E-N-E-E-K. And that's going to be in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Carmen. Yes. And if you have your cash app out right now, it's Carmen Knight and Knight is spelled with, with a, a K. K. Yeah. Yes. But all that information will be in the show notes. Um, You can actually check now while you're listening and uh, do that now so you don't forget. Yes. Yes. So pay that black woman. And, you know, like it's, a, it's that's like huge community thing because you're helping her child go to school. Facts. And get an education. So do it. Okay. Do it, do it, do it. All right, yo. Pay black women. Pay them. Are you ready to get into the pit? Yes, I am. Everybody strap in. I'm about to open some fucking windows. The new triple X has got to be more dangerous, deadlier, more attitude. Who the fuck is this asshole? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. The pit. Jay, you want to tell our listeners what the pit is? Yes, the pit is when we throw people who are trying, people, places, and things who are trying to fuck with our black ass, black joy in the pit of no motherfucking return. I guess you could return if you like issue an apology for trying to ruin our black joy. Um, Maybe if you're black. True. That's it. Yeah. All right. That's kind of it. That's the pit. Yeah. So, are you throwing somebody in the pit? Yeah, I have a few things to throw in the pit. Oh, my. So, we're going to start pit light. Okay. Okay. Mm hmm. So the first thing I want to throw in a pit is West Indian restaurants, Caribbean restaurants. I want to throw you in a pit. Because mm-hmm. in my whole life, living in New York and being a New Yorker and engaging with your lovely cuisine, mm-hmm. my restaurant's experience have been really trash. Okay. So not in, in terms of customer service. I already know what that is. Mm-hmm. And I don't even take it as like an insult. I think that there's a different kind of service yeah it's a different kind of service. it's a different kind of surface like and it's fine and a lot of my customer service ideas are based on white supremacist ideas mm-hmm. so like that's not what i'm talking about right here. i'm talking about going to your restaurant and y'all run on a beat mm. you are in the business of feeding people mm-hmm. in exchange for money have some meat <laughs> i think that's a fair request. i've been to west indian restaurants and i come in and i'm like oh can i get axels we had axels okay can i get some chicken oh we had some chicken oh can i get it oh we had this what do you have oh we only we have i don't know some what, sides yeah mm-hmm. i went to one but this was in harlem and it was like a golden crust and who goes to golden crust who goes to golden crust uh, you never there? know what's going on in i think there. i was like starving and i was like i'm just gonna get a patty like i just mm-hmm. needed something to get me to the next destination mm-hmm. They didn't have no patties. So I'm like, okay, um, can I get, I guess a small, I think I was going to get like a small stew chicken. And it was like, we don't have chicken. Like, what do you have? And it was like rice, raw cabbage. I was like, that's it. <laughs> 
God is not having. It was like three in the, in the afternoon. That's not having anything. What the oh fuck is gosh. happening here? So there was that. Um, what brought this up for me was recently my friend took me to a restaurant for my birthday. Mm-hmm. And it's like sit down restaurant. I like a takeout restaurant. Really nice place. I've been there before. My service was fine there before. It's my birthday. I wanted to drink all the alcohol. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when I go to restaurants to get drinks. I don't get mixed drinks because you're not going to really get a lot of drinks. So I'll get wine because right. I know that I'm getting all of the alcohol. Yeah. If I order someone. Yeah. You're smart. Yes. Yeah, I'm not I'm not here for the games, okay? (laughs) Not here. Okay. If I'm gonna drink it, I'm gonna I go to juice. Mm -hmm. You know, you know I love juice. You do love juice. (laughs) I'm a juice loving ass. You are a juice loving ass bitch, yo. So I think I wanted to order they had like a what is that fruit called? Liche? Mm-hmm. They had like a liche wine. I don't know if I'm saying it right. I'm from the Bronx, so I say lychee. I look. Y'all tell us what it is. We We don't don't know. know. Right? So I ordered that. I was like, oh, we don't have any more of that. I'm like, okay. Mind you, there's about seven to eight wines on this menu. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. So can I get some other wine? I can't remember. Because I like sweet wines. Because I like juice. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, She's like, oh, we don't have no more of that. So I'm like, okay, what do you have? She said, we have no wines. Just this this red. It's a sweet red. I'm like, that's all you have? She's like, yes. How are you a whole ass restaurant? On a Saturday evening with a bar. This restaurant has a bar in it as well. Mm. And you don't have fucking wine? Yeah, like none? Right. Also like... okay, None? People wait, are... wait. There's Uh-oh. more. No. Then my friend orders the jerk burger. Because where else are you going to get a jerk burger? Mm-hmm, right. Then the Nato, you know, Caribbean mm-hmm. establishment. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, oh, that's for the brunch menu. But bitch, you gave us the dinner menu. So what the... Mm-hmm. And then when my friend was like, but it's on a dinner menu. She was like, mm. She did like the... <laughs> she did like the golden crust like, mm. Oh, oh gosh. She <laughs> was just like, what it's is happening? Just have the stuff that you're going to have. If you don't have it, tell me as soon as I sit Thank down. You. That's all I'm saying, Tell me yo. as soon as I sit down. I'm warming just up to something. Know. Getting all like... Getting my taste buds ready. Mm-hmm. I wanted that liche wine. Lychee. Whatever the we fuck. Don't know. I wanted it. You don't know. Light. You don't know. You could have opened up my eyes to something else. I've never had a light, lychee, whatever. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know you could wine that. Oh, you can wine anything. I know that, but mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. And um, so I didn't get that. So this made me go down my list of going to West Indian restaurants and then just not... Mm-hmm. In my experience, and maybe because I maybe because I interact with Caribbean yeah, restaurants a lot. Yeah, Caribbean restaurants a that lot. It's like, so how you don't have chicken? Yeah, <laughs> you in the business of, of giving us selling us chicken of like giving us food and we give you money. Mm-hmm. How does this happen? Yeah. I don't never, and I'm not comparing like races over, but I'm comparing mm-hmm. restaurants, mm-hmm. right? I never gone to a Chinese restaurant. I was like, can I get all the chicken wings? And they be like, they don't even they don't even specialize in chicken wings, <laughs> but they are gonna have them shits. And I'm not comparing race and culture. I'm just comparing restaurants. Uh-huh. Right. I, okay. I'm just, all right. Okay. So that was my pit light. Okay. All right. What's your pit heavy? So my pit heavy, right? Okay. <clears throat> Let me adjust. Right. I'll fix your braids. So I never really paid attention to this person. I wasn't really on a wave um, of following Funky Deniva's YouTube or I do remember my hair is laid. Like I do remember stuff mm-hmm. like that, but Who I wasn't funky really. Is a vlogger, blogger, very popular. He's been, he hosted stuff on Love and Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. He's done, he's done a lot of work in the vlog, blog 
sphere. Right. Um, yes. So that is who they are. Uh, but I never really was like a funky Deneva like fan. I wasn't, I didn't really follow him to that extent, but I did understand that he did hold some space. Um, and that people enjoyed this person. So lately I've been seeing him kind of chilling in the massage noir space that we address often and all the time, but I think we generally address it with cis straight men. Mm. And we know that it exists in gaming as well, mm-hmm. where they express misogynoir, and you can tell that they really hate black women in particular. Well, hate women in particular, black women. Yeah. Um, So a few weeks ago in our group chat, I saw Diamond <laughs> on his Instagram mm-hmm. saying something. I can't remember the post. And I hit up Diamond to be like, what was that post? But so I can't give you details of what it was. But Diamond checking him was misogynoir. Mm-hmm. And I brought it up to Diamond like, oh, I saw you. She's like, nah, because he hate black women. And that shit is annoying. Mm-hmm. And I've never thought about that because like I said, I never pay attention to him. So mm-hmm. I think that's what put that in my ear or on my radar. So I'm just telling you for context. Recently, Ashanti, the princess... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The princess of R&B soul. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think that's what they would call her, Murder, Inc. Um, I love the princess of... Look, I would Shanti. not mind Ashanti's life. That bitch is always in a bathing suit and out of... She lives on vacation. Yeah, I'm with it. I want that life. Mm-hmm. Goals. Mm-hmm. So, Ashanti had a performance, and she was wearing an outfit. I'm going to show you just so you know. I saw it. I know you saw Okay. Mm-hmm. So, she wore an outfit, and I guess she did a certain dance move where... It's it like a squat, like, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, of course, clothing moves, and I guess from the shot, it just looks like she has like just like a little piece of fabric over her vagina area mm-hmm. and so for him that became a thing and i'm gonna read what he wrote on instagram have you read this his piece no i don't think so but i know a lot of people there was a conversation going on about pigmentation does he talk about that at all okay i'll talk about it so yeah just because there, there was a lot going on with this photo so she does a squat she has a tiny um like you said a tiny the the bikini is a very thin bikini and so you in her crotch area you could see you know the the where your thigh and your vagina mm-hmm. area yeah. meet or whatever yeah. like that area was dark and then there was some darkness in her bikini area which i guess if you know a lot of us wear larger bikini bottom and so that area for many people would have been covered but as black people we know that we have have how pigmentation many have Okay, so how many of y'all, and I'm talking to people who have sex with people with penises, Mm -hmm. how many times you fuck with a light-skinned motherfucker and they penis area Dark. the darker than the rest you think that doesn't happen in women too yes. you fucking dummies yes yes you yes. fucking dumb if you date african descended people oftentimes our private areas and like other areas that are like concealed are darker than the rest of our body yeah. that's just like a thing that's just like we a grown thing. i remember grown. we've seen that i remember seeing that when i was younger and i was like whoa what's happening mm-hmm you know, because you're young and right, you don't know right. things. Yeah. We're fucking grown. So people were dragging her for um those areas being dark. And somebody, like, there were dermatologists weighing in saying, like, this is, like, what happens. This, this is how is, our skin looks. Yeah, this, this is, is like, like normal. And also... Ashanti is a thick thigh woman. When mm-hmm. your thighs rub, it yes. does that too. Like this yes. is just stuff that happens. Mm-hmm. Yep. People are slow. Yeah. So, um, I'm just gonna read what Funky Geneva said about Ashanti. Mm-hmm. This shit right here is why women in hip hop have an expiration date. Bitch, you look dated and dumb. What in the entire fuck is this summer camp arts crafts project she's calling an outfit? The younger generation will never bump your music because you look like an old woman drunk 
in a whorehouse. Who can relate to this? Hell, I'm 36. Ashanti underscored my college years, and I can't relate to this. Why didn't she borrow one of Mary J. Blige costumes? Bitch, first of all... That would have been fitting and fly. Ashanti is pretty. She doesn't have to sell sex. Selling sex goes out the window with age, unless you're selling it for $1.50. Bitch. In this case, she is. We can argue that women can be sexy in her 70s, which they can, but not like this. Mm. Coochie falling out all over the place, knees buckling, thighs wobbling. This is just a mess. Then got the nerve to have on a Frederica Wilson hat. Nessa girl, get off my line with this bullshit. Bye. What? Yeah, it's intense. That's really, that's like, it's ageism in there. It's intense. It's so much happening. It's intense. And it's like, it makes me think of the ways in which, because we criticize, I criticize, not we. I criticize straight cis men for this shit all the time. And I think because a lot of my interactions with massage noir comes from that space. Like a Charlemagne using that shock value. You um, criticize them for saying stuff like this about, yeah, like in these yeah, you media crit- spaces. Yeah. You and criticize them for massaging wall. Yeah. Okay. So I typically do that. And I just didn't want this to go unchecked. Like right. this shit is fucking violent. Mm-hmm. This shit is, like you said, there's a lot of layers in here. So there's mm-hmm. like um, shaming sex workers. Yeah. You're shaming like women who age. You're shaming, mm-hmm. like it's just so much hate in all of this just mm-hmm. to like for fucking clicks. Yeah. This shit is fucking whack and played. Like it is not 10 years ago when you became popping. Mm-hmm. This is not the conversations we have no more. Mm-hmm. This is not where you should still be. Like, what the fuck? Motherfuckers don't grow? Right. What the hell is this? And it's like the same conversations that we're having about like a Chappelle or the same conversations that we're having about like a Charlemagne or the same conversations that we're having about like, I think I brought it up to you. This is off mic. Mm-hmm. People who are still using the same massage noirist joke aesthetic, drag aesthetic mm. to be popular. Mm-hmm. Why are y'all still fucking doing this? Why yeah. is this still something that is relevant for you? Why is this, why is all of this still happening at our expense? Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. grow up, get it together. Like, I just can't, I don't, I don't know. I can't imagine still being in the same place 10 years later. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I think that. Um, hating women, hating black women, like there's no expiration date on that shit, unfortunately. And it's really just a matter of how many people still think it's funny. Because a lot do. Yeah. That's the thing, it's too, because I did go in the comments just to see it. what the conversation would be. Mm-hmm. Because the fact that the picture is still up means that they stand strong by whatever they yeah. say. So I went through some of the comments and it's like people like, oh, you're crazy for this woman. Right. Oh, you're crazy for this. Oh, you... Uh, 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 uh. And it's like the same instances of us. It's that pick me shit. Wanting to be the better woman. Wanting mm-hmm. to be the woman who's not like that. Wanting to like kind of be chose. Even when it comes to like not... We know that Funkin' Neva is a gay man and he's not interested in you in that way, but you still want to fit the mold of being that chosen mm-hmm. woman being, that... Being liked. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking annoying. It's gross. And it's sick, too. And I know that, like, 10 years from now, there'll be another black woman podcaster upset about the same shit. Because, like you said, this shit doesn't go out of style. Mm -hmm. But I think that because I've been so far removed from this when it comes to who I deal with in my daily life, my personal life, who I deal with in my entertainment life, who I deal Mm -hmm. with at my fucking job, that... 
I think I honestly forget that people still fuck with this shit like this. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this week has been my reminder of mm-hmm. people still fuck with this shit like this. Like, my homegirl literally sent me... There's a person that I used to follow on Twitter, like, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Some joke that he said, and I'm like, yo, this motherfucker still saying these same as black women as yeah. jokes. It's been 10 years. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just like, oh. It's frustrating. Mm-hmm. It's really frustrating to be doing this work, wanting to see growth, wanting to see people expand. Wanted to see people go to different places. Wanted to see women fucking realize that these motherfuckers is trash and that in all spaces they're going to fucking violate you. So you got to do what you got to do to protect your neck. And still, we're laughing at this shit. We're catering to this shit. We're giggling at this shit. Oh, you know, boys will be boys. No, fuck that shit. That shit is violent. That shit is killing you and you fucking making shit hard for me. Mm-hmm. it's annoying yeah it's frustrating because white supremacist patriarchal capitalism like is so embedded in who a lot of us are because we grew up in that shit that it'll be women who claim black feminism mm-hmm. it'll be women who claim to be like invested in our freedom and shit like that and will still like laugh and kiki at stuff like this for the sake of like being included you know what i'm yeah. saying so mm-hmm. That's uncomfortable. And then I think the way in which, like how you talked about being so far removed, like I think a part of our self-care has been removing narratives like this from our social media space. Yeah. So my yeah. partner will hit me up mm-hmm. and be like, babe, have you seen this? And I'll be like, no, no. I yep. haven't. Because people who would share that on their social, I don't follow them. Yep. I've blocked them. I have them muted. muted. Like yep. these are not things I like to take in on the day to day. And because we're so like insulated, like self-insulated in a lot of ways like yeah it's hard to believe that people are still entertaining entertaining this stuff yeah mm-hmm. it's just like whoa dang i don't watch i'm not coming outside no more. yeah <laughs> it's just a lot but it's just it's just sad to see someone who was in a marginalized space as well so mm-hmm. like yes this person does have privilege of being a cis male person but this is a queer person so yeah. this is a person who is marginalized who is who has to for lack of a better word like be this model gay person probably in order to be like accepted mm-hmm. and shit like that like you know this you know these pressures you know this whatever and it's like you can't extend that to black women whom a lot of your work is with right everybody is fighting for the top spot the top spot being like this the top spot being the spot of the oppressor yeah so if they can pick somebody who they think is like weak and pounce on them as a, a, a as a step closer to that of like being the oppressor or whatever they will step on that shit and black women remain an easy target for that but it's fucked up it makes me think about like what's acceptable as humor like within this space right so there's a whole market of people who their thing is like internet comedy like instagram comedy like that social media type i'm gonna make fun of everybody who is at this fashion show type of thing or whatever like there's a whole market for that and sometimes i think about this is one one guy who i enjoy he'll do all the um fashion show stuff and mm-hmm. we'll have a facebook commentary for everybody who walked sometimes it's hilarious and sometimes i'm like wow that was like me just mean mm-hmm. like for no reason and yeah. so it just makes me think about like what the line is between funny like 
hey girl what you doing in this outfit kind of commentary and like oh like you you're like dragging this person like for no yeah. reason you know so I don't yeah know. i guess I that's an ongoing thing i know for about. me with i think another reason why i struggle with with funky geneva is i remember talking to um george what's his name george johnson mm-hmm. and we're talking about queerness and he was saying that a lot of the reasons why people do not like me him being a gay man mm-hmm. is because they do not like women yeah and I knew that, but like to hear it, I guess come out of his mouth. Right. But something else. I mean, you say it all the time. Yeah, I do. But like, to me, that was just a representation of that. So Mm -hmm. like, people hate you because they hate me. Now, Mm -hmm. your gayness, your queerness wouldn't be like such a problem if we didn't like hate women or we didn't like reduce your sexuality to being something close to feminine that is not masculine. So Mm -hmm. we must hate you. So you must, you know, like, and it's like for, I guess I, can't fathom not seeing that connection right. or being uh, being a person who is affected by misogynoir in lots of ways being a black man mm-hmm. and you treat a black woman in this way it's just this fucking disgusting and mm-hmm. really really hurts my feelings and it's like fuck y'all and i'm gonna give you the same energy that i give charlemagne like fuck you mm-hmm. you whack get your shit together this shit is fucking ridiculous mm-hmm. for clicks yeah my, like really really Bottom of the barrel like this? The fuck? Maybe you should just get a regular job. If this is what you got to fucking do, the fuck? I'll be damned. I'll be damned. Oh, God. I want everyone who says, um, like, stick to your day, day job, like, abandon that saying and say, maybe you should just get a regular job. <laughs> okay? I, that's what I want to hear going forward. Yeah, like, come on. Yeah. Really? This mm-hmm. is what you're doing? And this is what y'all, like, make appeasing? The fuck? The shit comes full circle. Like, he needs to be checked and y'all need to be checked. Mm-hmm. Like, shit is ridiculous. Stop hee-heeing and kikiing with motherfuckers who say shit that is violent. Yeah. Shit is fucking violent. Also, the way that he grouped, this is, goes back to the ageism, but the way that he grouped her and Mary J. Blige in, like, the same age bracket. And like, they're not they're at all. Not at all, which is fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with being um Mary J. Blige's age. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But it was just a, it, it was just so evident that he feels like after you're no longer considered like young and popping you're supposed you're to garbage. do this and you're only supposed to do this that's it yeah this is, like, the only, this is the only acceptable way to do this once you yes. reach this other certain age yes yes like Ashanti's age group is not dressing the way that Mary J. Blige's age group dress. Just just for the era. Like, mm-hmm. when Ashanti eventually turns Mary J. Blige's age, she's still not going to wear the stuff that yeah. Mary J. Blige age. Just like you and I will never dress like Aretha Franklin did, like, ever. You know what I'm saying? Just because. I'm just saying because of, like, no, no. time yeah, and age and that, all that stuff. But then also people have different styles. Like, yeah. there are people who are Mary J. Blige's age who dress like Ashanti. Yeah, and so the true, fuck what? True, like, true. who the fuck is? Mm-hmm. Like, what? Like, a woman's supposed to turn a certain age and then fucking wear dresses all the way down to her ankles? Mm -hmm. No. Like, what the fuck? That's not what that is. That's Mm -hmm. not how that works. And that's not how it's going to be. Like, shut up. You think he got a white boyfriend? You you know he love him some white man. (laughs) You already know he love him some white man. Oh, man. There's nothing wrong with interracial love. types of white dicks in his mouth. Definitely. There's nothing wrong with inter- interracial love, Um, but it's just certain people that you know that that's what they fuck with. That's their the, thing. You, and it's that's obvious it. because his standards of what is good mm-hmm. are very aligned with white supremacy. Yeah. Very aligned with that shit. Like, if you're a certain age, you're supposed to look like this. Like, this is why, first of all, Ashanti's not a hip-hop artist. This is why women in hip-hop don't succeed. Could you, like, acknowledge the fact that there are black women in music space that do different types of music, mm-hmm. you fucking dumb fuck? Huh? 
Ashanti ain't rap a day in her life. Mm-hmm. Mary J. Blige has rapped more than Ashanti. <laughs> like what? What are you? What are you saying? What are you saying? Like just because you stand next to a bunch of rap motherfuckers don't mean you a fucking rapper, right? What are you saying? I don't know. All I gotta say is that your hair is no longer laid. Okay, and I think we did a show. We did do a show, yo. Thanks for listening, you all. Be sure to follow us on the social media. Do that. We are on Twitter and Instagram at T with QJ. Follow us there. We are also on Tumblr and Facebook. Just search for T with Queen and J there. Send us an email at T with Queen and J at gmail.com. We love your email. Visit our website, T with Queen and J dot com. And that is also where you can give us some donations. donations. That's it, right? Yeah. Hire us. Hire us to consult. <laughs> Trying to get hired. I know, but hire us. Sorry. What are the what do you could what can you do? Yeah, hire us to consult. Uh, you, your team, your staff, hire us to be on your panel. <laughs> you, you know what? Yours is the epitome of y'all niggas got jobs. <laughs> That's what's happening right here. Y'all niggas got jobs. <laughs> That's really what I mean. Like you niggas hired. Ain't no secret. <laughs> My friend started talking about like her new business. I for real on the Instagram post, like, but are you hiring though? <laughs> <laughs> like, ma'am, this is Wendy's. <laughs> right? Right. Oh, oh gosh. Ah, oh, boy. Okay, hashtag. So much jokes. <laughs> hashtag TVQJ, hashtag pod and hashtag pods in color, hashtag Black Lives Matter, say her name, Stop disability killing, too white. Stop killing trans women. Maybe Nig- he doesn't hit you. you niggas got jobs. Niggas <laughs> got jobs. You okay, sis? Pay black women. Hire black women. You niggas got jobs. Higher, 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 higher. We said disability too white. Disability too white. Film this. Mm-hmm. Spoonie chat. Uh, maybe he doesn't hit you mm-hmm. while I stayed. Mm-hmm. You okay, sis? Mm-hmm. All that shit. Yeah, I think, I don't know if we ever said this, but I'm just going to say it. Most of the hashtags that we say are things created by black women. Yeah. Just so y'all know that. That's right. Hashtag Miss Vixen Mag. Is that it? Miss Vixen. Hashtag Miss Vixen. Thank you. Hashtag Miss Vixen. Hashtag Queer Walk. Hashtag Queer Walk Pod. Hashtag Unpack BG. Hashtag Bag Ladies. Hashtag Inner Hole Uprising. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Hashtag Sexually Liberated Woman. Hashtag A Little Juju. Hashtag Vagistine. Yes. Hashtag Carefree Black Girl. Hashtag 4C Forever. That's right. We we got our odds on you pattern. (laughs) Wu-Tang! Um, that's it, right? Yeah. <laughs> this podcast was created, hosted, and produced by a black girl named Naima and a black girl named Janicia with production assistance support from a black person named Emeka and editorial support from a black girl named Monique. T with Queen and Jay. We turn up responsibly. And you're... Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Say what you just... So for years, you guys have riffed on trending topics on a hot mic without much of a filter. Mm -hmm. Why do you think you've avoided the problematic police, at least in a big PR disaster way? Is the key Jesus to just say allegedly and qualify everything that way? Um, I think it's more we self-centered. Yeah. 
there are certain things you know that you could have gotten away with saying in 09 that you should not even formally as a sentence in your head. Don't even put it in your drafts. Okay? You know what I'm saying? Don't even, put, don't even try it. If you watch the progression of our comedy, there's certain jokes we used to do that we won't do anymore. Because as we've experienced the world and we've come across different people, we realize that the humor hits differently, that yeah. a certain joke that might have been funny four years ago, like you actually meet a person from this specific group and you're like, oh shit, like I didn't even know that was offensive. Oh. Like, yes, we were from the Bronx. It's like, ah-ah, suck my dick and all that shit. But we're not in the crosshairs of PC culture like that because we're not, like, fighting against it. Like, yeah. we... we we're not, we're not out there like, oh, PC culture yeah, is ruining comedy. You can't say what you want anymore. Nah, you can say what you want. You just got to be funny about it mm -hmm. and, like, smart about it and approach it the right way. And don't just mean? say like, something for shock value. Because exactly. that's what a lot of people do. A lot of people are just like, oh, you're offended. Oh, oh I, I, I triggered you, Sorry, libs. Like, triggered you, libtard. <laughs> you're like, nah. And man, you know, like, we say, and there's people who are selling out arenas doing that. But it's just like, at the end of the day, what's the, what's the expectancy on yeah, that? I mean, How long can you do that for? 